Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. What is going on everybody? My name is Colour Dollar. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Hero Schreier podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I enjoy my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Ian. Sean, welcome back. Thank you very much, Connor. It's good to be back. I missed you. <laughs> Well, we're not in the same room currently, but we decided to get this episode out to to the people because, like, I can't go another episode out yet. What is all I have? Well, uh, we yeah. Anytime we're missing, it's all, it's usually just for one episode. Yeah, because any more, and like, I will just replace you. Oh yeah, the format is destroyed at that point. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it's unsalvageable. So I just say, let's just scrap the whole thing <laughs> and, and just call it quits. <laughs> Now, this is kind of shitting on Connor who stepped in on Monday. Oh, no. Thank you very much, Connor. And, you know, fair play to you. But we have a two strike policy on this podcast. (laughs) If one of us leaves permanently, does that mean the other one has to give up or can we find somebody else? Ooh, I think we can find. Somebody else, or try and do it solo. Which oh, the po- the poster would have to be changed. <laughs> ah, yeah, we'll, ne- we'll never do that. I'll just have to find another man with brown hair and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're so few and far between. <laughs> the world is empty of ye. Um, <laughs> so this is weird news, Wednesday. What do we do here? You spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from all around the world, and you are about to read them to me in some form of list. Yes. So this week, um, I'm going to start off with, a, with I was going to say an episode, a story, maybe a full episode out of this. Could be. Uh, a story that involves, um, have you ever seen the episode of The Simpsons when Bart says, if I swing my arms like this, no, it's my, if I swing my legs like this and you get in the way, it's your own fault. Yes. Well, I have the finger-pointing version of that as finger-pointing leads to arrest and couple dispute. A couple dispute? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Well, let's not point fingers. Oh, very good. He's back. He's back, lads. <laughs> <laughs> a 31-year-old Port St. Lucie woman apparently reached that point of no return two weeks ago as she was accused of pointing her right pointer finger at her husband and not stopping, said the arrest. <laughs> That's so petty. <laughs> <laughs> the husband pointed out to oh, pointed oh. Out to the police that he and his wife returned. I think that's the only one they can get. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I think you're out after that one. <laughs> um, the husband pointed out to the police that he and his wife returned home from a party. He said his wife was beyond the point of intoxication. Point of intoxication. Good. But he evidently didn't belabor the point. He said his wife started an argument over their relationship. He tried to leave. Right? That's so broad. <laughs> she, tried, she started an argument over just love. 
You know, just love in general. Just the concept, yeah. Just, what's the concept of the soul? Uh, that's what she was fighting about, right? So he tried to leave, but the, through the affidavit, though the affidavit did not state whether he expressed concern about things reaching the boiling point or getting to the point of no return, right? There's so many but, points referenced in this. Or being of the opinion that quarrelling was pointless. I mean, come on. Jesus Christ. Okay, they're getting their mileage out of it. They only had one. Let's fucking beat it into the ground, lads. Um, he said his wife got in front of him, right? So just as he's about to leave, she steps in front. Yeah. You, is this going to get violent? I'm, I'm on. I'm on tender hooks here. He said his wife got in front of him to stop him from leaving. He alleged his wife kept pointing her right pointer finger at him and would not stop. Oh Sean. my god. Okay. Okay. We're okay. all getting a bit, getting a bit aggressive here. Well, the pointer finger, and then there's, hang on, <laughs> this, this is why I love finding these articles in random local newspapers, because, Sean, this next paragraph is an actual paragraph a journalist wrote <laughs> in a newspaper. Okay. Okay? <laughs> the pointer finger, also known as the index finger, Jeez. is the first finger and second digit on the hand. There is a popular middle school prank infol- involving flatulence, in which the prankster asks an unwitting victim <laughs> to pull my finger, which triggers the prankster's audible passing of gla- oh my gas, goodness. and usually shrieks of laughter. Sean, what are your thoughts on this article so far? I think it's... It's pretty powerful. It's pretty, like, concise stuff, you know. All the information <laughs> you need is there. None of the stuff you don't need. <laughs> do, do you think his boss was like, get to 500 words, and yeah. he had about 350? Oh, absolutely. Like, it, 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 <laughs> the man was very, 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 very upset. <laughs> like, really upset. Like, totes my goats, guys. You cannot understand how upset I bet he gets um, paid by the paragraph or something like oh, that sh- surely yeah surely um, meanwhile from the husband's point of view he told investigators his wife's pointer finger then so just to be back in the situation okay we've we've all had a great laugh over the flatulence joke that was hilarious really brought but a lightness back. to the story a lightness to the grave situation we find ourselves in. Because the husband states that the wife pointed her finger at him several times and would not bring her finger down. And eventually, she used that finger to strike him in the left corner of his left eye. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. oh my Wait, God. Wait, who's left? Oh. <laughs> I think it's his left. His left corner of his left eye. So, the outside... Okay, so sh- to strike him. Did anybody else put, poke themselves in the eye when you said that? Because I did. Connor, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Just to know how it feels. He yeah. got poked right there. To know what this man went through. <laughs> yeah. Thus, in terms of who pointed the pointer finger, the husband pointed the pointer finger at his wife in this situation. L- lads, you saying confused was... this now. <laughs> yeah, they're talking a metaphorical pointing, but in reality, the literal pointing was done by the wife. Okay, okay, now there's a guy. I'm back there's a board. guy with a notebook, just like I what? Just the red <laughs> <don't> string. <laughs> Just red string everywhere. Somebody pointing. The wife, however, made a different point. Good God. I hate this so much. This journalist is a dickhead. A complete dickhead. He's ruining the art. This was funny until you ruined it. She said that while at the party, her husband got jealous, but she wouldn't say why. Okay. And then he finishes off the sentence with perhaps not wanting to put too fine a point on things. Ah, very good. I have a theory. Go on. The husband has no pointer fingers. Oh. He was jealous (laughs) over her fingers. He has a nightmare turning pages. Oh, man. Oh, no, you can do that. Okay, more theatre to mind stuff here. Put your, use your middle finger and your thumb. You get a pretty good grip with those. (laughs) <laughs> oh he's he's well trained in the book reading see I can't read so I, I've never read a book that's true and you're allergic mm, to paper see, 
Now I am reading this article But I just It's pictures It's pictures So I'm filling in the gaps myself <laughs> You just saw a picture of a finger And the rest of this has been improv <laughs> yeah. Imagine That would be Jesus. an amazing skill This guy is so funny <laughs> <laughs> And also This is the joke he chose for him. The point one <laughs> Um, she said the incident never reached the point of physical violence and she didn't know how her husband got the mark near his eye Sean I feel like she's saying a very wise thing here I think she's telling the truth mm, okay why would you point at someone like just consistently because we've all done the thing where it's like you put your hand two inches in front of someone's face and you're like I'm not touching you you can't do anything about it I think that's just you and your brother. Might be, might be. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's more of a brother thing. I don't know if I've ever. I only have sisters. I don't know if I ever did that. Although I probably did. Everyone I'll, probably has I'll done do that at least once. No, don't. <laughs> just <laughs> doing the, the show, and your, <laughs> your finger is a centimeter from my eye. <laughs> just like don't move, Connor. Can't do that. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose I've done the cat not touching you. Can't, can't give out. Not touching you, can't give out. Yeah, um, that whole thing. Well, well, this married couple did this. I can only assume in their either late 20s or early 30s. Uh, I mean, what if it's like late 70s? <laughs> and they're just sick of each other. They're just looking for any excuse for a bit of drama. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Maureen. I fucking <laughs> the feelings hate mutual, you. Joseph. <laughs> Um, so the, whose story do we believe here? They went to a party. She says that he got jealous of her flirting with other men. He says Wait, is that she the, got is that real. The thing? Dr- well, she said that he got really jealous and then got mad at her. So I'm only assuming it's either involving she was either flirting or how she was acting. Maybe, maybe she was being embarrassing. What, how? What if? She, what if she got the last bottle of cognac and he oh, wanted some? I see I don't know if that leads to this extent of pointing <laughs> I think it has to be something real serious like two cognacs oh no no one could handle two cognacs Connor. no you'd be fucked <laughs> um, so she gets really drunk he says that when she got home she just got she was just really drunk and he just they just started arguing as drunk people tend to do um, over the smallest thing I believe yeah, over the stupidest thing. The one person I believe in is the writer of the article. First of all, yes, because yes. he is he or she is truly impartial. Yeah, and like th- there comes a point where you just have to realize neither of these people are right. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Like. The police were called over yes, this. The, poli- the police were called over the physical violence, Sean. Like, okay, um, fair enough. The physical violence, not great. The Anybody vo- touch the side of your left eye? It's it's vicious. Honestly, could have been an accident. Could, uh, look, if you wave your finger that close, eventually you're going to hit someone. Because especially if you're a bit drunk, like because yeah. the hand-eye coordination, the depth of the depth perception is not going to be all there. But what if there was, like, a murder next door? <laughs> I, right. Like, I, look, sadness isn't a competition, but I'd rather be <laughs> tapped on the eye than murdered. Just, the ambulance are all pulled up, and, like, he's just getting, he has, like, a blanket over him, and they're just, like, looking at his eye, like, wow, she really poked it. Really and then just beside him, they're, 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 and then right beside him, there's just, like, a, they're wheeling out just a big black bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On a trolley. And he's like, wow, we're all having bad days, aren't we? You know, there's a man who's been stabbed and he's crawling towards them for help. And then the ambulance just screams off with this eye dude in the back. <laughs> he's just about to the back of the ambulance. He's just reaching out for the paramedic's ankle. Just like, please, sir, the, I just need to be healed. They drive ten feet and then stop and let him catch up. 
<laughs> the drought-head fee go back to the back, re- recheck the guy's eye. We gotta get this guy to a hospital. He's gonna lose sight of that eye in up to ten to fifteen years. <laughs> we need to get him there quick. Because he'll be a hundred at that time. <laughs> yeah, and there's just a trail of blood. The guy just crawls. <laughs> 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 and also, he has no pointer fingers. It's the ultimate irony. Oh, the ultimate what? irony. He would have been grand in this situation. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're moving on to our next piece of weird news. I d- that couple, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That's true um, love right there. That's true love, guys. Uh, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is actually movie-based, kind of. Okay? It, impo- okay, I miss Movie Mondays. So now you're making me do yeah. extra work on Weird News Wednesdays. That is true, but you will realise why it's weird news, as I'm about to tell you, because the first two words I'm about to say are Nicholas Cage. <gasps> oh, right? good God. Nicholas Cage, in talks to star as Nicholas Cage in his own metadrama, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I did hear about this. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, hit me with the deets on this. So Nicolas Cage has obviously spent the anyone who's known Nicolas Cage, very famous actor, world's greatest actor, or worst actor, depending on how you view it. Has, um, he has an Oscar but has been in some awful shite as well. Oh, he's been absolutely terrible films, right? Um but obviously his standout was Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance from twenty eleven. That's true, um, or Con Air from whenever Con Air came out. So he's been looking for a way to get back, right? He's got the Oscar, he's got National Treasure. He just needs another He's got National to Treasure too. <laughs> national Treasure 2. We spent the whole movie Mondays talking National Treasure 2. We did. So, but, but now Cage could be back. But not, not that he ever went away, Sean. But he could be back even in a bigger way. As oh he finds God. himself in the centre of a hot deal for a project in which he could play one of the most iconic characters in Hollywood. Himself. Nicholas Cage. Yes, Lionsgate is in final negotiations to pick up the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter has learned the Meta Movie Project has a script by Tom Gormican and Kevin Etten, right? With right. Gormican attached to direct. If the deal's close, uh, Cage would star as actor Nicolas Cage. The character, Nicolas Cage, is desperate to get a role in the new Quentin Tarantino movie while also dealing with a strained relationship with his teenage daughter. He also occasionally talks to an egotistical 1990s version of himself who rides him for making too many crappy movies and not being a star anymore. Jesus. <laughs> So this is just like, was this written as a joke and now it's gone too far? I think it's gone too far because the next paragraph is, the Cage character is also under a mountain of debt and finds himself forced to make an appearance at the birthday party of a Mexican billionaire who happens to be a fan of the actor's work and secretly hopes to show him a script on which he's been working. Oh my god. (laughs) And Nicolas Cage is... On board for this. Yes. But what? Sean, I, I haven't told you the full plot yet. Oh, there's more. <laughs> there's of course more. So how could you get a full story about him meeting himself from the 90s and wanted to be in a Quentin Tarantino movie? Well, you know that Mexican billionaire I just mentioned? Yeah. What if, while Cage bonds with him... He's informed by the CIA. You didn't think the CIA would be in this. I really did He's didn't. informed that the CIA have told him that the billionaire, the Mexican billionaire he's been talking to is actually a drug cartel kingpin who has kidnapped the daughter of a Mexican presidential nominee. And Quage is subsequently recruited by the US government to get intelligence. What? <laughs> Weird news. This went it so means- off the rails. <laughs> I don't like who's gonna watch this I mean us but other than that well me and you me and you and Nicolas Cage presumably yes so like okay there's a lot to break down in that yeah but if we just took this as, like if you had left out the drug cartel stuff it's mental it's mental but then with mm. the drug cartel stuff it's ludicrous 
No, it's a little less mental, I think. You think that grounds it? <laughs> I, think, I think it slightly grounds it because it sounds like a kind of a movie. But then you remember that Nicolas Cage, the actor, is playing actor Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Who talks sure, to 1990s like... Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Becomes friends with a billionaire from Mexico who turns out to be a drug cartel kingpin. But is also a real big ju- fan. And is also a big fan, but then he joins the CIA to take the kingpin down. Isn't I think this, this is his next big role. Isn't this similar to the plot of the interview? I think this is similar to the plot of the interview taken and um what's the movie with uh, Chris Rock? He becomes a CIA... Have you ever seen the one where his twin is a CIA agent? No. And he's an identical twin. And this, the identical twin dies. And then funny Chris Rock takes the place of serious Chris Rock. I've not seen that, but it sounds oh. hilarious and fun. It's... Oh, the hijinks, they do ensue. And does does Chris Rock end up real happy in the end? Oh, he ends up as the best agent they've ever had. But he does things his way. Oh, he's not a by-the-book agent. No, he's not the a, CIA I think this is turned this is turned into movie Monday so we need to stop. Get back to Nicolas Cage. I'm I'm su- I'm not surprised he said yes to this. He's a crazy man. Oh yeah, he is a lunatic. If do you have any other stories with Nicolas Cage being mental? He uh, bought a T Rex skull. He bought a T Rex skull, he he owns like five yachts. Uh, he bought the first Superman comic number one yeah. for like three billion three billion dollars. He was gonna be Superman for a while. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, about, like, I'm just saying. Life. I'm just saying. Nicholas Cage is starring in his own movie that has Nicholas Cage as Nicholas Cage fighting a Mexican billionaire kingpin drug cartel guy. And uh, like. Nicholas Cage is not short of money right now. Is that is that true? Uh, well, he no. I think he's always short of money because of all the yachts. All the the up and then the upkeep of the yachts. The the upkeep of the yachts and the skulls. That'll that'll that will eat into your wallet a little bit. <laughs> just just a tad. Uh, like I don't know. I hope. I think this movie will do. It's, it doesn't matter how well it does, Nicolas Cage just wants to do it. Yeah, look, just let the man live. Just let the man live. This is his latest hobby. Yeah, so I just wanted to cover that because I was like, I can't really throw it into Movie Mondays because I don't know if it's actually news. But it is kind of news. It's certainly a rumour and interesting. Yes. No, it's not even just a rumour. I think it's fairly highly like this is uh, 95% confirmed. Right, it's fairly locked in. Yeah. Um, Okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, We have drunken, clear-field man placed in jail with his vacuum. What? Oh, was the vacuum an accomplice? (laughs) So, this man's name is what me and you would call uh, what a fire creates. Okay. Right. So, Jason Schmoke. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Jason Schmoke, 38. It's C S C H M. Schmoke. Schmoke. That's how we'd spell it. Everything. <laughs> yeah, that was how, that would be how I spell it if I wanted to mispronounce smoke. Jason Schmoke, 38, was seen walking the fog light of the highway. <laughs> Schmoke was so walking wa- in fog. He was walking in the fog down the highway. Right? Right. In Clearfield, Shawville, with a vacuum cleaner on Thursday of last week. He was weaving in and out of traffic, struggling with a large box containing his Bicel vacuum cleaner. Oh, oh, that's a, that's a good vacuum cleaner. It, oh, sure, it is only the best. <laughs> uh, police identified Schmoke and found that he had a warrant for unpaid fines. They report that Schmoke was also drinking alcohol wh- no. while on probation with a no alcohol clause. See, oh, he's got the drink confused him. <laughs> with he, vacuums. Yeah, like he, th- he thought it was, you know, Lionel Hutz's business cards, like, no yeah. alcohol. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, charges have been filed for public drunkenness. Schmoke was reportedly taken to Clearfield County Jail where he was placed with his vacuum in a cell for the night until he sobered up. But Sean, I have a question for you. What led this man to be walking down a highway, or a motorway as we would call it in Ireland, with a vacuum cleaner and very drunk? Where did his life go wrong? Um, okay. Presumably he came from his house, because that's the two places where you would have a vacuum cleaner and some drink. <laughs> true, true. There's not many bars that have b- the boat. No, and if they do, they're usually not for the public. No, no, the, like, the Dyson-Jack Daniels crossover, just, it didn't pay off. No, it really sucked. <laughs> oh, good. Thanks. And, <laughs> yeah. I, like, when you say he was walking down the street with his vacuum, which, what kind of vacuum are we talking? Are we talking the one on see, the wheels he, that you have to haul along behind you? No, but see, he had a large box containing the vacuum. Oh. So he's it's it said the actual words he was walking down the fog line of the highway struggling with a large box containing his Weissel vacuum cleaner. Oh, so maybe he'd bought the vacuum cleaner. From the Jack Daniels Dyson crossover. Of course. Yes, That's of course. The prize behind the bar for drinking the <laughs> <Yeah>. most. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, with this crime, do you think it'll all blow over? Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Mm, thank uh, you. Thank you. Oh, God. I think... Uh, <laughs> Once you get past suck and blow, what's there left? There's, no, there's very little. Uh, <laughs> have to dust off my joke book. Oh, that's not really... Yeah, okay. <laughs> dust? I don't know. <laughs> Um, what like? I don't know where your life has to go for you to end up on a motorway or a highway, just carrying a box of a vacuum cleaner, piss yeah, drunk. That's another thing. You're not allowed to just stroll down a motorway, aren't you? Now, see, we just kind of overlook the fact that he's just strolling down. Like it would take a, it would take effort to get there. So yeah, especially like hauling a vacuum or carrying a vacuum. <laughs> I know, I know they've they've gotten better. James Dyson has done wonders for the industry. But wonders, my my stocks in that company are going well up as we speak. Oh, I I sold mine decades ago. I'm broke. <laughs> but I think that, like, even if it's light enough, after a while, you're gonna start feeling it. Like any like anything you carry that's even like slightly heavy. If you have to carry it down a highway. It's eventually going to get heavy. Yeah, it is going to feel heavier the more steps you take. Yes, no matter how strong you are, because, like, but weightlifters lift a really heavy weight and then put it back down. They don't just continue carrying it for miles. Exactly, yeah. Like, And they'll get it up and they'll drop it as quickly as they can. <laughs> yeah, but, like, this man, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that he's also called Schmoke, because, like... Oh, it's the coolest uh, name I mean, ever. My, my, like, <laughs> I just, I seen the name and I thought, I, I say smoke like that anyway. I mean, this will save a load of time. <laughs> this, yeah, we could just be talking about actual smoke, which would actually <laughs> wouldn't smoke. do well against a vacuum cleaner. No, you would suck that smoke right up. Suck that smoke right up. Like, Why do fire stations not have more Dyson Hoovers? That's my question. Because, it, oh, it's a pain in the ash. Ah, uh, Good. No, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it took a while, but you got there. You got there. You you roundabout set me up for a job. <laughs> yeah, well done. Um, and if they don't get to the fire in time, um, they, they might find a die son. No. What? A dead son. No, oh gosh. Dark. Oh no. <laughs> Why no one's lived in that house for fifty years? <laughs> Mister Fifty Years. <laughs> It's been... I'm 150 years old. Um, <laughs> uh, moving on. Oh, I dropped my pen. Uh, moving uh, on to our next piece of news. Out. I want people to know. Oh, no, absolutely not. Tell them my butterfingers, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know that when I do the show, I have to have a pen in my hand. Yeah, I don't know why. Constantly twirling it. I'm just constantly twirling it, but I don't... Like a moustache. I'm up to divilment. Um, <laughs> but, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is feral hogs 
any story that starts with those two words, I mean, Already pretty goes. good so far. What, where could this sentence go that you would be happy with? Because it's definitely not going to go where you think it is. <laughs> Feral hogs trained to look after oh. babies. Oh, feral would not be good for any baby. You don't want to put something that's feral beside something that's a baby. Look, either the baby will get stronger or he'll cure the feral <laughs> thing. It'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know if that's science. Uh, feral hogs find and destroy cocaine worth $22,000 hidden in woods in Italy. Oh no, they have enough problems. <laughs> they're already feral. Um, <laughs> now they're just so energetic and feral. <laughs> now um, they're police- addicted to crack. <laughs> Um, police dismantled the smuggling operation in Tuscany after placing a wiretap on members of the gang which consisted of three Albanians and an Italian the local reported while listening on a call officials overheard a person complaining about the damage caused by the hogs monstrous 400 pound feral hogs (laughs) invaded the the woods some chunky boys Instead of big boys. Um, four suspects were arrested on drug charges after a bust, which left two members in jail and two under house arrest. The gang came to the attention of police during an investigation into the killing of a 21-year-old Albanian in May last year, the newspaper report. The scheme allegedly funneled drugs from a supply chain in, oh no, Perugia? Pretty good. Perugia place? Uh, to various provinces, including Siena and Arezzo. The drug stash was hidden in a forest area in in the valley locally. The law enforcement probe, which spanned between September and March of this year, discovered one of the gang members was allegedly distributing the drugs via nightclub. So now we have these guys, they're clearly experts. You know what I mean? Oh, best, best in the game. So, unreal... Uh, so what happened was the suspects traded approximately 4.4 pounds of cocaine every month, which netted the gang out the equivalent of 90 to 120 dollars a gram. An unknown number of boars allegedly dug up and destroyed the gang's packages, dispersing their contents in the woods where the gang were hiding them. <laughs> oh my God! I, now, what's really scary about that is it doesn't say how many boars. No. So, and the, there could the be next one boar out there who's just real, real energetic right now. Just real positive about everything. It just wants to dance. <laughs> just wants to dance. Just, I haven't blinked in 15 hours and I just really love to dance. <laughs> um, it was not... A, this next line might also add to the bit of the scariness. It was not immediately known what happened to the curious animals. But, you know, uh, not immediately known implies that now it's known. (laughs) So what happened was that this gang in Italy were hiding their drugs in the woods. The perfect crime. The police are never going to find the drugs. Because what did I say, Connor? You can't see the forest for the trees. So if you hide it in the forest, it's double hidden. So everyone knows, right? So they have them hidden there. They think they must every month they're making a killing and they're just like, this is never going to end. This is easy money. They're never going to find the drugs. <laughs> and they just hear a rustling outside. <laughs> they, they, and then there's one month where they go back. Like they go back this month to just like, we'll go and pick it up. And they just look and there's just cocaine packages everywhere. I was just like, right, it's going to be really hard to scoop that back up. <laughs> yeah, lot of soil in that cocaine. It's it's like the it's like the office and the spaghetti. Oh no, it's the chili in the office. So the chili. Oh, I hate that scene so much. <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. The Italian monster in his suit comes down real cool, and he just is just on the ground, just trying to scoop it back up. Well, he needs a Dyson. He does. No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Just hoover the, the forest. The, the, I don't know if you've ever sold drugs. No, no I've I don't not. think that's how it works. No, um, I sell a hoover bag full of cocaine. Okay. <laughs> the 
you're just they're just you walk up to a guy in this dark alley and you're just like looking around shifty he's like do you have the bag and he just pulls out a Dyson bag <laughs> I do yeah <laughs> just hands it to you thanks very much the good stuff um, so they destroyed $22,000 worth of cocaine in the woods Jesus what are your thoughts I mean clearly those boars were narcs <laughs> <laughs> stitches get stitches. Yeah, exactly. And okay, clearly the boars didn't know what they were doing. But how was the cocaine hidden? Not like surely you could keep animals away from it somehow. And so surely that crosses your mind if you're hiding it in a woods. I don't think you worry about that. Like I think if you do it, say, let's just say for example, they've done it for six months. Like, by the seventh month, I don't think you're as careful. You're just like, this is easy. We're getting away with this all the time. You're, you're just phoning it in. Just being like, ah, yeah. it's grand. Like, it nothing happened the first six months. What's going to happen this month? Nothing. Oh, man, but wait until the hedgehogs find all the ketamine. And, <laughs> and do you think this is like the animals of farting wood? Yeah. Like, they're, all just, they're all just fucked on different drugs. And now they have their own little gangs. <laughs> and they're all digging drugs. And they're like, better not that, let those feral squirrels find this. <laughs> oh, this, no. is the, this is the, the swans feral on LSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a complete dick. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I just, I think we're starting an animals of farting wood kind of rivalry between multiple different animals on all the drugs. What what drug do you think would give you the best chance in a fight? Oh, that's a, that's a hell of a question. No, like, I no, it's like a gang war though. Like, oh. like it's it's like Anchorman. So there's the Anchorman scene where they, all the gangs turn up. Like, yeah. are you going cocaine? Because heroin I don't think is going to work at all. As a man who's never taken any drugs, yeah. I would assume that heroin would be no, quite poor. I know very little about what drug does which. Yeah. So we were always just like, they found drugs. <laughs> they found drugs, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, can, can I make like a weird super drug? <laughs> I combine them. Or, no, you're just thinking no. of Homer Simpson. Yeah, the, the flaming Homer. <laughs> what I want, no, I want... I want over-the-counter stuff. Oh, Panadol. No, no, no. Well, I, I want, like, Viagra and a slingshot. Because <laughs> then... Why? Oh, look, everyone will be confused by the end. <laughs> you turn up to the fight with a slingshot Viagra. Nobody's fighting that yeah, oh, yeah. Like, If you show up to anything holding, like... A kilo of Viagra. Yeah, too much. Too like, much. Entirely too much. More than one prescription would give you. And you're like, I'm willing to take these and wait a while, lads. <laughs> or we can all have them and we'll all calm down right quick, won't we? I don't think you'd calm down if you got them. Oh, oh you couldn't. You couldn't run. <laughs> Oh, that's the that's the best worst solution I've ever heard to gang crime. <laughs> Give them all Viagra, and like, then sure you're laughing like you know you're away like, with it. No, I think you're in a great mood, but everybody else is just a bit weird. Like they're just like he turned up to a guy. He's like what? Yeah, and we've, oh, what? in this scenario, everyone agreed beforehand. Look, we all get to take one drug. Yeah, and, yeah, nobody asked you. You're just like you were just like, yeah, definitely. And everyone else was like, oh fuck yeah, cocaine, LSD, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe take something to dull the pain. Like maybe I'll be I'll be able to take more hits. And you're just standing there, just like lads. Larry, I sorry. have it. <laughs> I, I have it. But like, and with the slingshot, I could shoot it into other people's mouths. Oh no! Oh yeah, but you'd still have to wait. I don't know how long it takes, but you you still have to wait. Imagine it was an instant thing. <laughs> an instant oh my kill. god! 
Instant kill. Instant kill. Um, oh, I don't know if we talked about those feral hogs at all. I think we just got into a gang war where you have Viagra. And I, I look, I'm the winner. And you just like you just creep everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> like, just no one wants to come near me. So I'm grand. No, like, everybody's just a bit off. Just like just okay. a bit off put. We just won't fight him, lads. <laughs> just keep looking at his face. <laughs> don't break eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on to our next piece of news and that is Bar installs 70 Big Mouth Billy Bass plaques to sing in unison oh no that's entirely too many I read this and I thought this might be the worst best thing ever and then I thought it's only a short story but the fact that this has happened in the world I felt like people needed to know because there is a bar because a big mouth Billy Bass animatronic singing fish brings class and joy to every room, Sean. We all know this. Yes, right? we do. One of them does. Well, a shuffleboard bar in Chicago, which is like an axe throwing bar, but you play shuffleboard. What the fuck? While is getting drunk, I have literally no idea. Okay. Um. So shuffleboard, they're all playing. Do you want to do your one googs? Uh, do I want to waste it on shuffleboard? I'll tell you what, I'll do a Googs okay. on shuffleboarding. Because um, I just well, I only get one a week and I don't want to burn it. I, <laughs> what else do you want to look up? <laughs> Viagra. The, yeah, the effect Viagra the, sh- the the effect time of <laughs> Shuff, shuffleboard. Tell me what shuffleboarding is. Shuffleboarding uh, sounds shuffleboarding. like torture. Oh, it's like a shuffleboard, more precisely deck shuffleboard. Is a game in which people players push metal and plastic weighted boards. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So it's like curling. No, no, it's not like curling. Okay. It's like um, somebody's combined. Uh, it's like a long table, like a pool table, but okay. somebody's combined. Oh, this is very hard to describe. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm, no, okay I'm, I'm willing to give you two shuffleboard, one, two googs in one week. You can okay. look up a shuffleboard, and if you can tell me within thirty seconds what a fucking shuffleboard is, fair fucks to you, because I just got more confused. Okay, it's I, okay. I'm on it here. It's like a mixture yeah. of pool bowling. Yeah. Uh, I am ima- whatever I imagine croquet to be, and darts. <laughs> Right, okay. Well, they have. There's a Royal Palms Shuffleboard Club, which is just like one of those. It's just a bar that they gave a team to. What can you do? Um, They found a lot of shuffleboard tables. They bought 70 of these big mouth Billy Bass animatronics, animatronic singing fishes, right? And they mounted them all onto the one wall. Jesus. It called inge- engineers to design custom hardware and software to make all the fish in the chorus sing simultaneously. <laughs> the result they engineers. The result is that 70 fish, every time they are turned on, sing the chorus as loud as possible into the ears of all the patrons within the bar. Okay, that is funny if you go to that bar once. If you are a regular. If you work there. Oh my god, if you work there. The, The amount of just violent crimes are about to go through the roof I feel in that bar like I, I, to be honest with you I don't even like one of them no I don't think they're charming I think they're they're weird chintzy little things yeah they're just they're just a bit strange like maybe I'm just not that into fish I, I don't know like I like sushi but I don't want a fish to sing to me no you know what I mean no one wants a fish to sing to you like maybe a whale but that's a mammal. <laughs> oh, See, oh, that was clever. That's where it speaks <laughs> <was> Italian. <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually um, that. That's a uh, no. I was, I, was gonna, I was trying to think of a singer, but all I could think of was meatloaf. <laughs> I thought people would be like, "Wow, well, he's being mean and calling meatloaf a whale." You, you didn't think of Noah and the whale. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! <laughs> Damn! Damn it! <laughs> 
or Moby. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about Moby. He's a bit weird. <laughs> I would never cover Moby. <laughs> he got lovely tattoos. He's so nice. <laughs> um, so, where, what do you think of this bar? I think we should go down there every day. L- oh, like, I would go once and I would hate it. Because, yeah. and, like, I would need to know exactly when that wall is going to go off. Because if that surprises me, I'm gone. The drink has gone everywhere. The drink's gone everywhere. I'm gone everywhere. <laughs> You're fa- on the floor. I've, I've fallen to bits. I had a few before this, lads. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're absolutely pissed. <laughs> yeah, if you were absolutely pissed in that bar, oh. and like, oh, that yeah. just went off. You wander in there at the end of the night after like <laughs> 10 other pubs. 12 pubs. Yeah. And then you're greeted to that. <laughs> I do just imagine, like, you're just looking at it with one eye just wide open, it's just looking across and looking back, like, what the fuck? I'm seeing double, 140 <laughs> Billy, Big Mouth Billy Bats. <laughs> and crusty. And a crusty. <laughs> I'm really drunk. <laughs> I have a problem. No, that, that sounds awful. That sounds horrendous, I hate that. Yes. Uh, moving on to Florida, man. Just just when you thought things were getting awful, I said we'd pick it up. Yeah, because you always deliver on that. Always. Florida man told cops he was racing home after cheating on his wife. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did he did he say this in it, lads? Look, aren't I bad? <laughs> Probably. Florida man pulled over Sunday night for driving recklessly, told police that he needed to get home in a hurry because he was cheating on his wife, according to the arrest affidavit. Cops report that John Earl Picard, 52, oh. was behind the wheel of a 2015 Honda that was going at 90 miles per hour in a 50 mile per hour zone. That's too fast. It's, t- it's almost double. When stopped by a Tarpon Springs Police Department officer around 7.30pm, Pickard was apparently en route to his Palm Harbour residence following an extramarital assignment. Oh, that's a very professional <laughs> way of saying it. He was. He had a bit of a mistress. Uh, he was having a bit of fun time. He was using a lot of Viagra slingshots. Oh, aren't um, we all? And so, aren't we all, Sean? <laughs> Um, P- Picard, ladies. <laughs> Someone listening just like, oh damn, I'm into that. <laughs> we found it. We found our audience finally. The one, one niche. Uh, Picard reportedly indicated his driving was reckless and endangering because he needed to get home in a hurry because he was cheating on his wife and he needed to get home so his cover story was not blown. Okay, that's a very Nice guy. I nice think he's God. a stand-up guy. I think he should be arrested for being for being unfaithful. Bit, bit of a bit of a meanie. Bit, a bit, a bit of a bad dude, if you ask me. Yes, but Picard was busted for reckless driving and mis- and a misdemeanor. But when cops searched him post arrest, they found a bag of crack cocaine God. in his shirt pocket. Damn it, <laughs> Florida man! You, you never just. You're never just never, caught in a bit of trouble. There's always It's crack never cocaine. just one crime. It's never one crime with these guys. It's always 15 at once. And, like... Well, and well, he, Here's the thing. If he had just obeyed... like with, This always goes back to my point that they do the stupidest thing to get caught and then they get caught for something bigger. Yeah. So if so he had just he, been doing 50 kilometres an hour, he would have been grand... But he had to go home because he was cheating on his wife. For God's sake, Sean. He's a stand-up guy. Sorry, how inconsiderate um, <laughs> of me. <laughs> yeah, inconsiderate of him now, in fairness. <laughs> so, it, it obviously, the crack cocaine led to an additional felony drug possession count. Picard, police reported, said he spontaneously said he had just purchased it for $50. Spontaneously. Spontaneous, just like, by the way, on lads, the street? if you're looking... Where do you get spontaneous cocaine? Oh, it's just uh, sometimes it falls in your lap, you know. Se- 7-Eleven. 7-11. You're always selling cocaine. 
they're really branching out. They're really hitting a different audience. <laughs> really? Picard was released from jail late Sunday night after posting the $2,250 bond. He is scheduled for December 5th court appearance. But Sean, I have one question and one question only. And that is, he gets one call. He rings his wife. What does he tell her? I had a load of cocaine on me. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't think he'd confess. He doesn't seem like that kind of man. But why? Yeah, but like when she asked, why were you speeding? Like, what, what was it? Why were you in such Just a rush? like, I like going fast. Just like going fast because of the cocaine, I would say. Because of all the cocaine I was on, darling. Yeah. Yeah, darling. Sugar plum. Yeah, he's, he gets really <laughs> affectionate about the whole thing. <laughs> oh, baby doll, I know. I know you're worried. But I had to take my cocaine. You know I won't I was, sleep I, if I don't. <laughs> I just... I need the cocaine to sleep, of course. <laughs> yeah. My nappy bye-byes. Oh, God. Now he's just gone full full baby mode. <laughs> he's also talking to his daughter on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean Oh, oh he, no He got caught And that's the main thing yeah. Isn't it then There's another one of these idiots Off the street Well actually no He po- he posted bail So he's back on the street Until Until the sentencing in December And we'll see what happens Yes and, and then he will be back Off the street Because there's no way He's getting away with this Because he literally admitted I am driving fast Because I am cheating on my wife But in the start of that sentence He literally admitted to the crime Oh, he did. Oh, they got him. They got him. <laughs> yeah. They got him they on got his him own words. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Filed by my own words. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> so we are finishing off Weird News Wednesdays this week with another Florida Man story from Fort Pierce. Because this Florida Man is actually, this story may bring back memories of a different story that we covered last year now the trick is that last year was a female was a female florida woman right this is a florida man but it's a very similar story so maybe they know each other because i have florida man tells police wind may have blown bag of cocaine into his car I do remember this. Wasn't it uh, a bag of meth the last time? It was It was a bag of meth and it was in a woman's purse. And she said the wind had blown it through the window into her purse. I, I do remember this story very clearly. Yes. So a 37-year-old... I read the headline. I was like, oh man, they must be doing like... They must have like had an old piece of news. But then I checked it and I was like, no, it, it happened this week. It's a it new story. It happened again. <laughs> <laughs> um, a 37 year old man had an unusual explanation for a bag of cocaine that Fort Pierce police reported found, finding in his car he stated that the police or the wind must have placed it there the arrest affidavit states the police or the wind one of the two I mean his two greatest enemies clearly <laughs> of course um, Police reported the driver had been Making furtive movements As attempting to discard an item Out the passenger window <laughs> The affidavit states <laughs> right? right So it's the wind He's, He was punching the wind um, Investigators said that the driver Was also hiding an open can of Budweiser In the door Well th- that, that ca- open can of Budweiser Did not necessarily contain Budweiser True story, it was full of my wadi. Uh, before the stop, police said that he was spotted drinking in the parking lot of a motel known for drug sales and prostitution. Maybe just close down that hotel. I would say if you know it's there, maybe just take it out. <laughs> just get rid of it. Unless it's like a local <laughs> landmark or something. Oh, in Florida it might be. (laughs) Um, Police reported finding an apparent drug pipe in his car, along with a bag with residue that tested positive for cocaine in the back seat. It's getting harder and harder to justify this. Well, I might be able to convince you, because his next line was, he said that the bag wasn't his. So there you go, Sean, there's a bit of evidence for him. Well, what if the bag isn't his, but the contents were? Oh, no, yeah, no. The cocaine came from his pocket, but the bag came from the shop. Ah, the old Uh, pocket cocaine. (laughs) Yeah. 
He stated that the police or the wind must have placed it there. The affidavit did not list the wind speed or other <laughs> meteorological conditions at the time. Happened during the affidavit, a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, the affidavit further did not state whether the man was listening to Bob Dylan's blowing in the wind. Right? That's, okay, that's, that's just... A- that's an unnecessary joke. An unnecessary little add-in there from a very old journalist, I could only assume. That, yeah, these are the kind of people... Like, that. that is a Facebook comment, at best. Yes, good. By, by John. Fair play to you, John. Oh, John, um, you're doing good work. The driver at Port St. Lucie Restaurant was ta- Lucie Restaurant was taken to the county jail on a possession of drug paraphernalia charge. But, Sean, is this man innocent? Did the wind accuse this man of crimes he did not commit? What if... Right, and hear me out here. I will always hear you out. From all the way on the other side of the country, a very strong vacuum cleaner was just... Oh, fuck. Pre- it was turned on and it was just sucking away. Sucking away, and in in the in the stream of air, a yeah. drug bag from. But would it would it from, not be blowing? Oh no 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 no! You see, no it's go on. Sorry, being, no, I do, I do apologize. The, the drug bag is being pulled from a forest in Italy. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah, and so right. it's coming. It's flying across the ocean. It's got some speed on it. Oh. And so it just flies straight in to the back of this man's car through through the bodywork of the car. Even there's a big hole in the car. I would assume. See the affidavit. It didn't mention a lot. It also didn't mention the, that the car was on fire. Now I didn't mention that, but the car was on fire well, it, due look, to a rocket hitting it. There you go. That's all we yes. needed to hear. <laughs> Case closed, Your Honour. <laughs> He's just in the courtroom saying all this. The judge is just looking at him and he's just like, oh, you didn't hear about the feral hogs, did you? Oh, this isn't going to make any sense. Okay, let me take you on a mind journey, Judge. <laughs> Look, there's this podcast, right? <laughs> we'll just sit down and listen to it and we'll all just have to have a discussion. There um, I was, slingshot in one hand. <laughs> Judge is like, oh yeah, that's perfect fighting. <laughs> he's right, no, he's right. Fucking um, nice one. Sean, I think Florida man might have outdone himself this week. He's just, he's just, he's so bad. He's just always getting caught. He's so bad, he's good. You know? No, no. I think he's so bad that he became good and then he went back to being bad. Like Nicolas Cage. Like Nicolas Cage, of course. I've tied it all together. Well done. <laughs> Do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thank you everyone very much for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday with an episode of uh, Hero Zero, Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to all our patrons who support us on Patreon. If you'd like to do that, there's a link in the description or it's patreon.com slash podcast. Um, if you don't want to support the show on Patreon, that's totally cool. The best way you can support is by telling one human being that we exist. Just uh, the one. Just the one. Uh, we're on all the social medias. Twitter, at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Facebook, Heroes for Hire Podcast. Or you can email us, Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Yeah, I, think, I think you have got pretty good at that. The holiday did not do you, like, didn't do you a disservice. You, oh, you're I've, still pretty decent at that. I was saying it all the way on the plane over. People have actually texted me and said they're worried about you. That That's all you say. Well, it's just <laughs> look, I'm happy. I've had my fun. You gave it. You're like the best man at a wedding. You're just yeah. like stand up. You can follow us. Yeah. <laughs> Big thank you. Oh, he's malfunctioning. Oh no, not again. Someone reboot him. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Friday's your week for Hero Zero. I cannot wait. It's going to be marvel tastic. Um, you could have said marvelous. No, 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 that that was a joke. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm just dumb. Um, so, you can... You, but that is it for this week of Weird News Wednesdays. I have been Connor Lotto. I've been Sean Mead. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.